You are listening to a Behind the Seams podcast. Thank you for listening and tune in on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at Behind the Seams 8 and on Instagram at Behind the Seams 20. Dan Holm with the leadoff single, the cleanup man. 2-2 once again by Rodriguez. Swing on and miss for strike three. The most tragic thing about this season for uh, Nick and Darren, that, that foul pole bachelor competition you guys had going. No, that was pretty funny. I didn't even like really like keep up with it like myself as much as my teammates really did uh like i didn't really watch the the real show um but those guys who did were like super into it and asked me about roses and and stuff like that but uh, it was all pretty funny yeah i i didn't even watch um the stuff on twitter my same thing that teammates would tell me and my parents which is kind of weird but they would tell me oh you got a rose today or something i don't even know what that is because I didn't watch The Bachelor. I didn't even know it was a real show. So I was just... but, yeah, that was weird for me. My mom would, like, try to, like, <laughs> was more excited for me. And I was like, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just a little awkward. Five home runs in one day had you the rose, huh? Or did you not get it that week? No, I, I think I got it that week. I don't know. <laughs> if you don't get a rose after hitting five home runs, I don't know what would get you one. That's so, that's so funny, you guys. Uh, everybody else is more into it than you guys. I mean... Maybe if I watched the like the sh- the actual show, then I would, you know, keep up with it more. Maybe, but um, I don't know. I didn't know they they did that on a regular. Or that was the first time I've seen anything like that. Jeez, you didn't watch The Bachelor at all? Nah, I never watched the show. I never watched. We <laughs> we had it. It was like religious at our house. We had it every on on every Monday night. I know Awasa is probably a big Bachelor guy. I can tell. <laughs> Awasa loves the loves the Bachelor. Shout out Nick, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Uh, what are you doing next year, Quinn? I'm going back, man. I'm going back for my fifth year, unplanned, as a lot of people are probably saying. But um, got to go back to the Dirty G, man. Hopefully, get some more wins than eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main goal. We got to have guys like Nick stop hitting. <laughs> Shit, right. man. You play Warzone. Yeah, I play a little bit, man. Damn, you! I dabble in it. I was a big shoot house guy. Got you, got you. I'm I'm ass at Call of Duty. All my boys <laughs> play it though. They tell me about it, but I couldn't do it. Oh, we we got kids that play for money, bro. They're just relentless on our team. Damn. They're cold. I'll get you some wins though. Yeah, Call of Duty moves way too fast, dude. I watch people play that. I'm a Fortnite guy, and I'm gotten good at that but i go on call of duty and i'm terrible i just can't see anything it moves way too fast it's so fast man fortnite you're getting killed by a fifth grader it makes you way more mad <laughs> that's you're not wrong there that's the thing man that's the, those kids got good especially right now Dude, it's it's crazy how good people are video games nowadays it's a full-time right. job for real you know you guys are uh into the show at all big show guy yeah i'm a big show guy i i get too frustrated though man like I, oh my god! I hit a ball like one twelve straight to the center fielder. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, did you hear that? Uh, we got one of our pitchers playing one of your guys' uh, outfielders next week. Really? Yeah. Who? You, uh, what outfielder? Or, Tommy. Yeah. Uh, who, who, beat him. Who, who, <laughs> who you, you got? You got Sac State in that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got Sac State for the dub there, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome no uh but no i haven't played the show i don't really play that too many uh sports games because i suck at them i don't even know what i'm calling 
can't call a pitch. I don't know. I just swing at everything. <laughs> so if you throw me four straight balls, I'm you know, I'm striking out. Like I'm not gonna hit it. So it's just I can't see that thing. I wish this all was in real life, man. <laughs> yeah, they need virtual, <laughs> oh, yeah. virtual reality, bro. <laughs> Get Nick a VR game. He's gonna be at the top of the gaming list. Yeah, Nick. So, what's your mindset at the plate? I got a funny story of one of my teammates. He's one of the better hitters I ever played with, uh, Ryan Anderson. I'd been struggling. I asked him, like, "Yo, Randy, what do you think about at the plate?" And he's like, "Honestly, every every time I'm at bat, all I think about is getting chicks and getting with chicks." And he's like, "You got to try it out, man." And the next day, I, I tried it out. Sure enough, I got three knocks. All I thought about was girls at the plate. See, so what do you got? You got anything for us? Any tidbits like that? Anything funny? Um, nothing, nothing like that. No. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just go in and, you know, try to see ball, hit ball. That's like, that's my big, uh, my big takeaway. Just see it, hit it and try to do damage, but no, no, uh, girls or anything like that. My <laughs> girlfriend wouldn't be too happy. <laughs> no, I, I get that. Darren Quinn, how about you guys? I mean, he's kind of hit it on the head, honestly, man. I mean, that's what you really, I mean, when you get a higher <laughs> level, you just got to kind of eliminate outside distractions i mean the girls are cool but i mean sea ball hit ball is really all it is at the end of the day and if you drown yourself and everything else you'll you're going to a spiral we've all we've all been there that's 100 percent. i mean i definitely do know like when a certain chick is supposed to be coming to the game i would be lying <laughs> if i said i didn't but no it's, i just see ball hit ball it's the easiest way to go about it you just carry a little more swagger yes you know you might you know take your jog around first second a little slower a little longer to the plate for the walk. Yeah. Let that let that little baby hit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got any crazy uh, craziest at bats? Kind of fan experience, anything like that? Kind of type stories. Uh, maybe just playing in Corvallis alone. I mean, that was probably some of the nastiest fans I've played in front of. They were ruthless. I mean, they're talking about like sisters and you know they found out like one of my dog's names somehow and i was like what by the end of the series they i guess they ran out of things to talk about but um that whole weekend probably was just sticks in my head one the other i think mine was probably uh we had texas tech week three so you know that was a bloodbath but i mean Texas Tech, man, those fans found out every single song I've released, and they were just hitting it. Like, when I grounded out, they're like, it's okay, Quinn. Life's a roller coaster. They were just hitting me with all my song names. I was like, damn, bro, they know everything. And then, like, after the series was over, they're like, hey, we ain't even going to lie. We have a couple of them downloaded, but we just wanted to mess with you. And I was like, I was like, I don't really like get me. I think it's funny. I mean, if any of you guys ever played uh, Summer Ball up in Humboldt, I spent my freshman year there, and there's nothing to do in Humboldt except for – go to the crabs games and the whole town comes it's not a big stadium like thousand people but they got a band and everything and those people are relentless i mean the band's jamming all game and they're just talking non-stop trash talk it's a good time i, I went up to i went up there for a fourth of july game this past year it was wild. What'd you, yeah what'd you think of it it was wild it's probably one of the craziest summer ball experiences i've been a part of i mean that was it was nuts and i was just there as a fan <laughs> um it was it was pretty cool the summer ball is crazy, man. That, that's what they always do is they put it in the smallest cities and they just ride for the team. All That's the best part about summer ball. How was your guys' experience uh, in the Cape last summer? I had a blast. Um, I loved it. Uh, you know, going over there, yeah. it's, it's different than, like, where I'm from, like, the Arizona and everything with the 
the weather is nice, like the trees and everything and the ocean. And it was just fun to play against guys that I don't normally play against. And, and then, you know, just to prove myself and stuff like that was kind of cool. But I just like the friendships I made was pretty dope too. I got to meet all the guys from all over and, and become real close with them and uh, keep up with them during the season. Yeah, I had a similar experience. I mean, um, I went my freshman year, and I only went for probably like half the summer to kind of get my feet wet, and I didn't really you know, learn my teammates that well and, and things like that. But um, no, this summer is probably one of the, the more fun times I've had playing baseball. I mean, I have guys on my summer team I still talk to every day now. Um, so like Nick said, just the bond you create is, is pretty special. Yeah, I was just going to say the bond, baseball in general, but summer ball especially, I mean, Summer ball, nobody, it's all fun. I mean, it's just baseball every day. That's all you got to worry about. That's the life right there. I wasn't I wasn't a part of the Cape, but I was in the, the Great West League. So we were talking about Corvallis. Like the, the Knights fans are even more relentless too. They're right, they're right there with those probably Oregon State fans. So that's the crazy thing. But, I mean, it was a, it, it's a summer ball is crazy. That's, that's really all about it, just friendship, having a good time. I mean, spring, you, you know there's a little more pressure there because everyone's watching. But, like, summer ball is really just enjoyable, man. You can just go out, put some good numbers up, and, I mean, if you do good, man, those those crowds will die for you, man, in your hometown. Yeah, I remember last summer it was at the end of it, and uh, my roommate Dylan Dylan McPhillips came back. He played with you, Quinn, on the an Apple Sox team, man. He came back slapping. Yeah, Apple Sox. He came back slapping this. Love me till it's sunny. Love me when I'm bummy. Love me like some fresh squeezed lemonade, honey. That was uh, that one. I won't put me on. That was a good one, man. What do you what do you got about that song? <laughs> I appreciate you, man. I, I mean, shit, I can. I mean, I released that at the right time, man. I released that in the summer, man. So it really just kind of kicked off, man. I, I just kind of did the music thing for fun on the side because my friends always did it throughout school. But I mean, once my like summer team got a hold of it, it's just a domino effect, like you know, with anything. I mean, it just kind of trickled down. Like you're on his team, and he goes back and shows you, and then every, other players from the rest of the team go to their team. So it's like, I mean, it was cool. I mean, I made that my walk up. I mean, it was just kind of. I mean, why not? You know what I mean? It was that Nipsey hustle, so kind of a bit of a culture change. But, I mean, hey, we got to switch it up. <laughs> what Nipsey hustle song do you have? I had Last Time That I Checked. Got you. I had um, uh, Blue Laces 2. Oh, yes. Yeah. Courtside Chamberlain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Nick Nick's whole team last year, I swear, had that. Yeah. Probably where we we had a bunch of Nipsey fans and a bunch of uh, right. I don't even know I gotta keep it like super calm or I get up there and just try to swing <laughs> way too hard and I'll just yeah. I mean uh, it's just been there done that so I just do a real chill beat <laughs> yeah no Slipknot nothing crazy no nothing crazy bro. <laughs> what was your walk up shoot last year was Sunflower by uh, Post Malone and um, oh, oh yeah okay and I then, remember hearing that and then this year was uh. Shoot, I don't even remember. Some TikTok song, some song. Big some TikTok song. guy. <laughs> Not really. I just uh, it's like AM by uh, shoot, I don't even remember. By Loner. Okay, know. okay. Quinn, you said you just kind of got into the music thing for fun. I mean, well, you got any? Uh, I mean, you said Summer Ball helped to take off. I mean, when did you start performing and stuff live? And I mean, what are some? Who are some dope people you've opened up for and things like that? Some dope venues. Last October was my first performance. It was actually in Greeley, so the little small town that UNC's in, a little college town, so kind of word gets around. I almost sold it out. It was cool. I mean, a lot of people came through. I mean, being a part of the athletic department is very helpful. I mean, it's just something to have on it, but 
people also be like, oh, you play baseball, you know about music, you know what I mean? Or vice versa, because you know how people are. But I mean, I mean, it's just kind of grown because the guy that works at that theater kind of contacted people down in Denver and I've gotten to open, I've had a lot of bids, but they all hit in season, of course. So like I had a bid to open up for Jack Harlow. I had a bid to open up for 070 Shake. Um, I actually got one with 99 Neighbors. They're not very big right now. They're kind of like a Brockhampton kind of group. And they perform at Rolling Loud, Coachella. So, like, they're making it. So, we, I performed that show in Denver, like, probably a month before all this hit. And it was a sold-out show in Denver. So, that kind of grew my popularity in terms of social media. Got more fans to it. And, I mean, it's just kind of now we're in this situation. So, I've been – I dropped my album, of course. And then, I mean, just – we'll talk about – we'll touch on that later. But overall, I mean, it's just kind of grown from that. I mean, the guy at the Moxie Theater down in Greeley really helped me out. That's dope. That sounds like you blew up pretty fast. I mean, just from last October, yeah, that's super cool. You said Greeley's a college town. Uh, Nick, I want to start this question with you. I mean, I'm a recruit, and I'm coming to Las Cruces, New Mexico. What are you taking me to go do? Like, I don't understand. I've been to – I haven't been to New Mexico State, but I went to UNM last year, and uh, it was – I was struggling. <laughs> it was brutal. I'm a, convince me. I'm a recruit, man. What are you going to do to take to get me to commit? <laughs> He'll show you how to hit a fastball, man. He'll show you how to hit a fastball. Okay, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll probably give you to some other dude because I have no idea what you do with me. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably give you. <laughs> That's funny because we've had recruits come before, and coach is like, "Hey, he's gonna he's gonna come with you, stay with you." I'm like, all right, well, coach, like I'm gonna be in bed by like eleven, and I'm just gonna play video games and go to bed. We play baseball and like play video games that's it i don't I don't know there's nothing to do i guess like the mountains are kind of cool you can go up and like hike the mountains and stuff but i mean <laughs> honestly like that's 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 fun for like a week but then it just it's just boring it just yeah yeah no wonder you guys your whole team top to bottom just hits the shit out of the yep, ball all day no wonder all that's all cool. gas no breaks in that line <laughs> that was miserable yeah Darren, how about you? I mean, Berkeley's a little different field than all kind of where all of us go to school. I mean, what's school, going to school like down there? And if I'm a recruit, what are you taking me to do? Oh, uh, Berkeley's probably – I've never been to a place like Berkeley, to say the least. Um, shoot. I mean, we have, like, different, like, you know, frats and stuff like that to have parties in. But, I mean, you know, Berkeley's kind of its own little city um, aside from the college. So, I mean, there's – plenty of restaurants and every type of food you could imagine um pretty close and you know san francisco being a 20 25 minute um bart right away so it's kind of a perfect location in between oakland and sf so you can kind of get out this uh the city if you need i was just gonna say how's it uh dealing with all the the homeless and the protests at berkeley <laughs> on campus you got any crazy uh, stories about that man there are a few um my freshman year, because I had never seen a, a protest or anything like that, like the the way they do at school now. But, um, you know, by my junior year, I don't even notice half of them. Um, there was one. It was somebody was coming to speak. I, I don't remember exactly who, but, um, like, the, the street to my apartment was blocked off. And um, there were, like, people all in, all in the street throwing, like, bottles and, um, like, there's a little fire over here. And I'm just like, where the hell am I? um but you know they they try to keep it under control best they can but i mean if there's ever any protest or riot the heart of it usually um, comes back to berkeley somehow 
Oh, <laughs> Quinn, how about you? Greeley is a, a small. You said a college town. I mean, that's kind of oh. like Davis. What do you got on Greeley? Yeah, it's very it's very similar to L.A. I'm <laughs> nah, it's a little small town, man. <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to say we, nah. we went to Greeley last year. I don't know. Nah, <laughs> I've been it's, LA. A, it's a little it's a little town. I mean, everyone knows everyone. That's the cool part. I mean, we got a good nursing school, so we got some we got some Johns out there in certain areas. But I mean, if you were on a if you were on a visit, man, I mean. I'd probably take you down to Denver, catch a Nuggets game, Broncos, whatever season we're in. Um, that's probably the biggest part is Denver. I mean, the mountains up there are very pretty as well. And, I mean, if you're talking about in the city of Greeley, I'd probably take you to, like, Fat Shack or something, like something down the road that's a little homemade. Maybe go to Roma's. So, I mean, that's those are the main all spots right, out all there. Right. And, shit, if I have a show, take you there. That would be a pretty tight recruiting visit. <laughs> We actually had one commit, man. We had a recruit on my first show. Yeah, we, and he committed after. Hey. That's pretty <laughs> yeah, sick. We actually had that happen. It's funny. What was the biggest series you guys were looking for this year? Probably the one that got canceled, man. We were going to Creighton. <laughs> we were on our way to Creighton after a midweek versus Nebraska. Oh, uh, you get to play a TD Ameritrade. Right, and we were supposed to do that last year, but it snowed out. Oh, so this year it was like the weather was looking good, everything was looking up, and we were going – to Ameritrade because they canceled our San Jose one. Mm-hmm. So because we, we weren't supposed to be taking flights, so they just rescheduled since we were like around that area to go to Creighton. And then obviously this happened, so it kind of sucks, but that would be cool to play there. Yeah, no, I missed that trip my sophomore year. I had Tommy John that year, and I was so bummed. That was our best travel year. We got to go to Oregon State, play Creighton at TD Ameritrade, go to Hawaii. I missed it all. I was so bummed, especially Creighton. <laughs> that is awesome. Those are good schools. Uh, I'd probably say I was I was most excited for TCU, and we, got, we were able to play that one, but um, – for me, every year it's Stanford. Stanford, where where were you guys playing that series at? Cal or Stanford? Uh, it was at Stanford this year, so that's always like a a different. I mean, you were there last year, um, yeah, at Sunken Diamond. Um, but you know that's every year. But TCU definitely was the biggest uh, non conference series. Yeah, I was looking forward to Sac State and Grand Canyon just because you guys are like our rivals, and that's that's like the big uh series you win those you can win the the whole league so. oh come on oh come on nick you know you're looking forward to coming to Greeley. <laughs> <laughs> no i don't even want to be anywhere near Greeley, colorado hey, hey come on you gotta get the stats up man <laughs> you might have a six home run game there man <laughs> the ball flies no we that was the weekend right it was we were on the way or no we had reno we had one more series and then new mexico state we were we were gonna go after you man we were gonna intentionally walk you we were gonna we were gonna go after we we're we we're talking about it. How was it? That would have ended well. That would whack player of the week. What's your plan of attack, Brady? I don't even know. Every time we face him, I think we uh, I, I might have probably faced him in the whack tournament last year. Had to have man. We played you guys so many times. Uh, I don't know. I think my <laughs> my personal approach against you would probably be make you chase if anything I, would, I wouldn't give you anything too good to hit and i would nibble on the corners and uh I'll walk you i walk you but i don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't intentionally walk you every time <laughs> how was uh how was dealing with all those intentional walks man like that was crazy you're on pace for breaking that record <laughs> that's yeah that's fine um i mean you kind of just like you know you, you when you walk up to the plate you kind of know if it's a situation or not that you know they're probably gonna walk you yeah but he kind of just took it. It was fine. And then our hitter behind us, Peterson, I mean, he hit 20 homers last year. Yeah, so. big dude. 
yeah, so I was I was chill with it, and then just try to steal second or something, and just make something happen. Yeah, Nick, I played summer ball with uh, Tristan this summer. What do you got on the uh, both of you guys? Uh, seem I don't know you as well as I know TP, but I mean you're both pretty seem like pretty reserved guys. Keep to yourself a little more, but I mean foul pole really blew you guys up. I mean the Gonzalez Peterson shirts. You were on the, uh, yeah, the Bachelor. Yeah. What do you got on all that? Yeah, I think it was cool. Uh, it was definitely cool, like for TP and everything too, because he is he's pretty reserved, and it was cool to just get that out there. And that t- those T-shirts were pretty dope. Yeah, they're super I dope. Bought, yeah, I had bought like a few as soon as I saw them, and yeah, he bought a few. Like all our family has them, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, no, those are dope. I was fired up when I saw those things too. Oh, We'd yeah. get killed for wearing one of those in our locker room, but I, hey. <laughs> we made that. We 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 were a part of making that happen because that fool went over the hitters' eye versus <laughs> And then, bro, someone said in our dugout, Nick. I think you you had a pretty good weekend up to that point, but everyone was like, "Oh, he hasn't gone deep off of us yet." And I just looked at the freshman. I said, "You're a fucking idiot, bro." And then, and this and this fool just turns on one. Like I think it was the last game, and it was gone. I look from second base. I look in the dugout. I just looked at the kid. And I shook my head. I said, "You're a fucking idiot, bro." <laughs> Nick, I heard the rumor. You were walk on it in New Mexico State? Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah, so was I. I. I walked on at Sac State. Awesome. Uh, how, how was that, man? How what'd you? Uh, what was your mindset coming into college? Um, well, I kind of just – that's the only school close to home because I'm from Tucson, Arizona, and that was the only school close to home where my parents could come see me and watch me play and drive. They had even talked to me. So it was like a no-brainer. Everywhere else was uh, East Coast or, that is or somewhere crazy, far. And so, you know, I just was like, all right, well, I'm just going to eat it this year, walk on. That's like a more preferred walk on than anything because they knew I was yeah. coming and everything. And then yeah. um, I was like, you know, have a good freshman year and then earn a scholarship or something. And then it'll only be one year. I'll just have to eat it. No big deal. Mm-hmm. So that's just pretty much what I had to do. There's no way you got that scholarship, did you? <laughs> that's awesome man good for you let's uh turn it into a hell of a story yeah thank you yeah what's what are you looking forward to uh in the next few months man i'm just looking forward to you know training and then i'm getting really excited you know as soon as the season kind of got banged that's just what my focus went to is just you know the next step and uh you know you don't really get to say bye to all your teammates because they kind of just leave go home or whatever so i wanted to say bye to everybody but I mean, sure I'll see him again, so it's not a big deal. No, exactly. Being with them every single day, I mean, you spend six, eight hours with them every single day and yep. not seeing them anymore is so brutal. Everybody's different places, not even together. So, Darren, you played with uh, Isola, right, in high school? Oh, I, I played with Isola since I was yep. like 12, 13 years old, yeah. Back in the hard 90 yeah. days. Yeah, it was the classic. Hard 90, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I played with him on the Marshalls. That's where – that's where I first I've heard of you because he was talking about you because you, you were just coming out of high school and you guys were boys. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So he, he always talked about that and I was like, oh, it's Dusty Baker's guy. That's cool. <laughs> he can my hit. Dad's a huge, my dad's a huge Reds fan, man. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's, he knows all about that. He's he's into it. Like if you go on my Twitter, you can see him dressed up like it's opening day, bro. I'm like this fool. That's funny. Cincinnati's a good town, bro. I like Cincinnati. Cincinnati's awesome. I actually met your dad. I think he was pulling out of like valet, like. Shit, like eight years. I was really young, so I was all reds out. You know, yeah, <laughs> he had the tooth in his mouth. Of course, that sounds about right. 
Right. Yeah, but that's cool. That's cool, man. Well, there was some uh some good coming out of this a little bit, Darren. I saw you uh you donated what a hundred hundred meals, right? I actually messed up when I was typing my Instagram caption. It, it was a thousand meals, but I just left it. At, I just left it at a hundred. It's like not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. Good for you. Though. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it's uh, awesome, I've man. I've always like you know donated through high school at like Lowe's and Fishes in Sacramento, and then um, like different <laughs> youth programs in the summer wherever my dad was. But um, I don't know, man. It's just something I like to do. It's like. You know, it's not really about people knowing that I did it. It's about the the genuine, you know, wanting to help somebody. But um, I don't know. It's it's for a good cause. People you impact. All right, guys. Kind of just moving forward. I mean, there's some great players in this uh, chat right now. I mean, going f- from your personal perspective, who are the three best players you've played with in your career? I mean, being from Vegas, I mean, there's a lot of talent. I mean, Darren can probably back that being in the pack. Sees a lot of Vegas guys go through there. Um Nick probably played with them too as well. Um, I mean, I'd probably say Austin Wells is one of them, catcher from U of A. Yeah, U of A. He's young too, so that's the crazy part. We played in a scout team. And then the other two would probably be Nick Quintana from U of A again. That's who like, I hit with all off season. And then uh, I'd probably say Bryson Stott from UNLV also as well. Nick Quintana, man. That uh, So if you guys, have you guys been to – you guys have all been to Sac State Field, right? Nick Quintana. I haven't. It's a big parking structure out there in left field. Okay, Nick Quintana, yeah. my freshman year, we had a pitcher. He threw a he threw a pitch. Quintana hits it on top of the structure. Just foul. Just foul. The next pitch, he hits it on top of the structure, like 30 feet fair. It was the craziest <laughs> thing I have ever seen. It was like two absolute bombs. That's you a bad that structure. It's ridiculous. Yeah. No, he, two pitches in a row. Yeah, he went, he went two pitches on the row on top. Quintana's got that swag too, man. He's got a, <laughs> he's had that shit since he was thirteen. That's the crazy part. <laughs> uh, my list, my top three is pretty easy. Um, Vaughn, Andrew Vaughn, definitely being number one. Um, that guy was unbelievable. I I had the pleasure of spending two years with Andrew, <laughs> and I've never seen some some stuff like that. Um, On the right, unbelievable, side too, man. man. Right side of the and then uh, I'd probably say second uh, being Corey Lee. Um, our catcher, um, also on the same team. He uh, he had a like, little bit of a different story, um, you know, not really playing too much before his junior year, but when he figured it out, I mean, he was a, a different beast. And I'd probably say third, um, Ian Bedell um, was on my summer team this summer. Uh, he goes to Missouri. Uh, I think he, he was a pitcher of the year this summer in the Cape. And... Uh, yeah, no, he was pretty nasty. I mean, Nick might have faced him, I'm not sure, but, um, you know, playing behind him probably, I mean, definitely one of the better pitchers I've ever um, played with. Yeah. Yeah, so um, my top three, I'd probably say Trevor Rogers. He's from New Mexico. I, I played with him in club ball. And he was just this big left-handed guy that we had never seen throw before. And our coach was like, yeah, he's supposed to be like 95, 96. And we were like 16, 17 at the time. So we were like, oh, yeah, okay. And he gets on the mound and just absolutely shoves him through 96, 97. And he ended up going in the first round, I think in 2017. So he's with the Marlins now. 
And then uh, also uh, Joey Ortiz, our shortstop last year. He's with the Orioles now. He's like the best defender I've ever seen. It's just unreal his what he can do. So smooth and gets rid of it so quick and just so he's with the Orioles now. And then uh, over summer I played with some dudes like uh, yeah, Casey, Casey Schmidt. Casey's a beast. Just you know the ability to hit the ball and and field too. Dante, that's my he boy too. All, and he had a rocket for an arm too at third base and he'd come in and close sometimes too <laughs> like. 92, 93, he's, he's a solid yeah. player. He's a good dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, Quinn, real quick, man. Uh, pull the song off your album, uh, Feelings of Ceilings. What is his feeling? Uh, uh. I told you before, feelings have ceilings. Uh, uh. I thought you were out my life, yeah, for good. So much don't know that I should. So what is what is what is this feeling? Yeah, man, that's the that's the title of the song and the album, man. That's a that's my first ever acoustic song I did, man. <laughs> How'd you come up with that? What, what inspired you? Well, to be honest, I was laying down in my bed and I was like, so I made all those songs, like the singles, like Lemonade, like you showed, and a couple others. And I was kind of sitting in my bed. I mean, like I had a following, but I'm like, what can I do to kind of push myself? Like in terms of my city, like what, like everyone raps nowadays, like you all have from some friends that are like, let me be a SoundCloud rapper. You know what I mean? Like we've all seen it. So I was sitting there and I was like, what do I got to do to like kind of separate myself from the pack? You know, like what does Post Malone do to make you listen to him? You know what I mean? So, and I was like, I think an acoustic song is really a good start. So I started writing this song. I've always been good at writing. I've never really been good in school, but I've always been good at writing. Like English class, I was always good. So I started writing and like I was staring at the ceiling and I was thinking about my feelings and as a rapper or an artist, I was like, damn, like feelings have ceilings like a limit. So <laughs> that's how that name came about. So, I mean, I started to take that concept and put it into the song like you heard there and just like kind of ran with it. And then me and my producer got in the studio, chopped up the chords for it, which is my producer is Adam Haig out of Colorado. So shout out to him. But um yeah, we got after it. We made the song. I mean, acoustic song about feelings. Girls loved it. So it kind of drew some more fans, not really baseball wise, just more of like the outside world into like, hey, this kid's actually doing something and end up being an album as you as I released on the third. So and it just uh, 10 more tracks after that. <laughs> Another thing why we're kind of doing this is just trying to show off other little hobbies, talents that I think athletes have that don't really get noticed. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, as we're wrapping up, I mean, I think a good finishing question, Quinn kind of just answered. I mean, what are some of your guys' like interests or hobbies or like things you like to do outside of the field? I mean, I'll give you an example. I mean, for me, I'm really into vintage clothing and thrifting. And so, I mean, on each road trip, I plan out which Goodwills I'm going to, how far away from our hotels and things like that. And then another one for me is mental health. I mean, we I'm a part of a club on campus called AGS Athlete Guidance and Support. It's a mental health group that's super awesome and that's something I'm super passionate about. I mean, for you guys, I mean, go ahead and dive into anything you guys want. For me, I guess it's it's really um, fishing. You know, I really enjoy fishing. It's kind of just, you know, it's it's, it's kind of peaceful. Um, you're to yourself, and you know, it's away from baseball. It'll take your mind off the game a little bit. But uh, I play a lot of video games. To tell the truth. And uh, probably, um, you know, just my faith. Um, many people don't know about it. And, 
um, something that's real important to my family. I went to a Jesuit high school, and you know my relationship with God is something that's real important to me. Um, for me, uh, we play a lot of ping pong in the house. I'm pretty big on ping pong and uh, video games as well. And then I also really enjoy reading. I read like quite a bit. Uh, usually, right before the season, I was like reading like a book a week and just powering through those. And um, like you had said earlier, some mental health type books, um, you know, uh, personal uh, growth type stuff, and uh, um, the confidence, mental confidence, all that stuff. Um, kind of just read those. Uh, but you know. We're real into like ping pong and just like little competitions around the house. We just bought like a mini golf. It's like for kids. It's like a golf thing, and we'll just set up holes around the house and just golf and do just random stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, just little stuff. It's awesome. That's awesome. You're diving into that mental health stuff. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, especially for athletes, it's so stigmatized and things like that. And I mean, to do reading and personal growth and things like that. I mean, everybody, everybody has room for it. And it's awesome to hear people taking advantage of it and really diving into it. Yeah, yeah no, I appreciate you guys for coming on, taking time out of your day. I mean, I really appreciate it. I, this, like Brady said, I think this will be good. Excited to get it out there.